This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It is a basketball Friday presented by Abundance Energy. We'll have high school hoops tonight. Abilene Cooper hosting uh, Lubbock Cooper on 100.7 The Score. That'll be at 7.30. Friendship Boys playing at San Angelo's Central tonight. That's at uh, 7.30 here on Double T 97.3. Some things from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Hey, JL, welcome to DFW next week. If you need a hiking spot, let me know. Several places to send you to. Oh, I will need to check out the pins before the season starts. That's from Dan in Dallas. Is he... Is he the official pin inspector? He absolutely can be. Okay, if he can wants be. To be. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so that'll be uh, a week from today when the, the Red Raider baseball team gets gets things started. All right. So I was uh, <laughs> I was driving on the Marsha Sharp yesterday, and uh, I noticed that they had the um, and I was kind of on the access road, so I wasn't like going seventy on the Sharpa Bond, but I looked over at uh, the baseball stadium and they had uh, the scoreboard all lit up. And look nice and bright and big. So looks look looks like uh, the new TV over there is going to be, I think, well received for the uh, Red Raider faithful. Yeah, looks like it's going to be good. Looks like it's going to be looks like it's going to be good. Um, I ran into a guy at lunch yesterday who's involved in his company is involved in the construction of of uh, the South End Zone project and the football training facility. And uh, I asked him, I go, are you guys, is it 24-7 right now? He goes, no, not yet, but it's getting ready to be. And uh, getting ready to really hump it over there for the football training facility to get that thing underway. Kind of sounded like that the lower level would be done, but the second level may not be quite done in terms of the the football building. That the, the, the need for that wasn't necessarily as strong as the as the bottom part. So I don't know what all goes into where. So that's that's your little construction, and then it's awfully hard to build the top part if you don't finish the bottom part, though. Like, yeah, yeah, right. You right, can't right. just put the top part yeah. up there and let it hang. I just I kind of got the impression that the finish out of the top part wasn't wasn't quite going to be done by by August, but that's not that's not any kind of official statement or anything like that. That's just that's just a casual little conversation. That doesn't affect like the fans. That just affects no, the huh? team. no, it doesn't affect the fans or or anything along those lines. Uh, meanwhile, Tech announcing yesterday um, of two additional upgrades uh, for uh, Jones Stadium with a state-of-the-art sound system and an expanded north end zone video board. Okay, um, this is all part of the two hundred and forty-two million, depending on who you talk to, uh, South End Zone and Womble Football Center project. So this guy's not accurate. No, no, no. This is this is this is the <laughs> this is this is the official release from Texas Tech. I know. <laughs> so, well, so you're suggesting that others that know more have a different number. Well, I don't know. It just seems like that. <laughs> That's what he's suggesting. Yes, yeah, exactly. It seems like that what number, he's suggesting. Seems like that number we've heard has been higher, but I I don't know. But <laughs> the official the official release is 242 million. So I they're probably just making just... it up, Jamie. In an official release, <laughs> should probably just. Stick There's with no it. reason they would need to be. At, it's not like it's the morning drive. <laughs> 
Where they have to be accurate in things. Probably just stick with that, right? $242 million. <laughs> Who's we? Uh, so they have... I think Jeff and I were very accepting of $242 million. Okay. Okay. I thought it was a little more than that, but okay. Um, I think there's a sign over there that talks about it specifically, but I, th- I was thinking it was close, more over, a little over 250. I believe the sign is stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, uh, also they've, uh, Tech is using Dactronics, that's kind of the scoreboard uh, company that uh, it seems like everybody uses. It's not Great, now our scoreboard's going to throw in interception. Great. <clears throat> anyway, Dactronics, uh, Dactronics. they're going to have two video boards atop the south end zone building as well, and additional ribbon boards throughout the stadium. Uh, the new sound system will be insta- installed by Claire Audio, quote, a national leader in venue, large venue audio production. Okay. That's great. That'll yeah. be, I know the fan base will be excited about that. Yeah. I don't think the fan base was really unhappy with the video board, I think, but I did hear complaints about the, the, the sound, sound system. So, And awesome. I will tell you, over the, as they have made efforts to upgrade it over the years, at least at least on on my little side of the stadium it's it has it is it has improved mm-hmm. you know especially over the last several years so yeah. your I, side your side the big it's just as big as the other side. <laughs> i mean not as tall i guess no, not quite as tall yeah. no not quite but your as tall. side's big but we're closer to the field okay well, we are i mean it's just, okay it's a, it's a fact jack um <laughs> let's see <laughs> the uh the video board on the north end zone is going to be expanded to 37.2 feet by 139.4 feet in size. It'll use the same structure that was built in 2013. Hard to believe that thing is, is that old. Uh, the south end zone will measure 27 feet high by 48 feet with a similar um, content zoning abilities. Okay. Whatever that means. I guess that means they'll be able to show the video. So, and, Jamie, the, the big question I think everybody has to ask right now mm-hmm. Do they have to get a new Lego Jones Stadium? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, probably yeah. so. And I how many so. hours is that going to take mm-hmm. to put together? I hope so, man. That's a yeah. blast. Um, so one of the things that I like about the south end zone having the video boards is, you know, those people and then the north, north end zone yeah. couldn't see it very well at right. all. So that that's great for them. Right. Now, over at baseball, the new outfield video board that's being installed at Rip Griffin Park is uh, 25 feet high by 48 feet wide. Okay. So there you go. What we need, Jeff, is a Lego of Rip Griffin Park. You know, that's I, what we need. And the guy, the the, the guy whose family uh, donated that, I didn't realize. I didn't realize that. I mean, I met him, and I it, people had introduced me to him, uh, but I didn't realize he was. He was that generous, but man, uh, Barry Street and his family apparently are the ones that donated this. And um, <laughs> I think what Chuck was like, I didn't realize he was that rich. I would have talked to him longer. No, 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 no. I would have snuggled no, up just to a, him a little he, bit more. That generous, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he, he's just, he's a very low key guy. He's like you. you, you <laughs> Good for like, him. You could, you could, you could have a hundred million dollars and make a big. It could be Lent Stadium before we know it, and you'd, they'd have a press conference, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't even show. I don't have a hundred million dollars. Okay, just so you know, okay. I'm not being low key about that. I don't have it. <laughs> you are confusing him with Choice Woodman, and yeah. stop that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, would, some things if here. If I for... had a hundred million dollars, I would low key not be here right now. <laughs> I would be high key not here right now. 
<laughs> but you'd be getting ready for Texas Tech baseball. I would. Yeah. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. And I'd forgotten about this. Good morning from the farm. Picture of Jamie the calf eating kettle cubes. He'll be one year old. Uh, he'll be a one year old yearling bull February the 15th. He was born on your birthday. I think that's why he named Is him Jamie. Jamie the calf, right. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that was that's the whole genesis of that. So mm-hmm. there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like a some... lighthouse coming around. <laughs> All of a sudden, bang, he got it. It's kind of a, a fun thing when that light comes on on top of Chuck's head. Or where the your origin of something we, comes from. Could we could you get a sounder from Jeff Haxton and instead of saying bang that's a guns up three ball, bang he got it. I mean I could. Huh? Um there's some complications in getting that. I'm sure there's a trademark issue somewhere. <laughs> there's some complications in getting that. Uh, this question from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Will Big 12 teams be wasted by the time tournament te- comes around? Man, um, they're going to be battle-tested, that's for mm-hmm. certain. Yeah. You, would, you would like to think, you know, that with a couple of days of rest that they'll be not wasted. They'll be ready to go again. Yeah. Um, but they'll definitely be battle-tested, that's for certain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will. This is definitely no two six A where <laughs> win every game by forty or fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Bullfighter says he knows a guy that'll donate the extra eight million to get to two fifty. Well, I, I would I would say if if you know somebody that's got eight million dollars, um, there'd be people over that at Texas Tech donate. that would take your call right like, now. It's not just having eight; they have eight that they don't have marked for anything. <laughs> yeah, that they, that's right. <laughs> Like they don't need bills are still covered, yeah. you know. The tr- vacations are planned, right. mm-hmm. Christmas presents are already figured out. Like it's they've gonna got go to waste dollars. if somebody doesn't use it. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> right, all those, all those, all those things. So, man, if you, I probably got eight like dollars, eight dollars, maybe, maybe yeah. not not million, just mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe if, maybe eight quarters. If you so. if you fall into that if you fall into that category, then then uh, again they would they take your call right away over there at uh, Texas Tech. All right, uh, it's just it's we're off to a spirited start this morning. I like our I like our energy here this early on this morning. That's good. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. This day in sports history today is February the ninth, twenty twenty four. Here is. Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. Give you guys a little peek behind the curtain on when I'm making these. I, I put the Red Raider fact in first and then add stuff from uh, the the rest of the world. Uh, that way I make sure I get it in there and move stuff around. And usually it's toward the bottom, so I mm-hmm. put a bunch of spaces. Well, when I put today's fact in from the Red Raiders, I was like, wow, there's not going to be anything earlier than this. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> We're going to start in 1900. Dwight Davis establishes a new tennis trophy. Okay. It's got a really easy name. The Davis Cup. The Davis Cup. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Bang, he got it. (laughs) (laughs) Enough breadcrumbs and that gets laid out. Then, 1951, still not our Red Raider fact, St. Louis Browns signed pitcher Satchel Paige at 45. Wow. Now, in 1957, sophomore Chuck Keyes, shot with five seconds left, helps unranked Texas Tech upset number four SMU 68 
to 67 in Lubbock. Chuck Key. I wonder if they just called him Chucky. Chuckster. Mm-hmm. Chuck and go. Mm-hmm. Chuck and duck. Up Chuck. <laughs> I heard that many times. Up Chuck. 1971. So 20 years after Satchel Page was signed by the St. Louis Browns, he becomes the first Negro League player elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. 1974 U.S. Figure Skating Championship is won by Dorothy Hamill. Of course. A lot of Dorothy Hamill haircuts would be coming up. I have a note here that says, wait for the haircut. (laughs) 1988, 39th NHL All-Star Game took place in the St. Louis Arena. Wales Conference beat the Campbell Conference 6-5 in overtime. Your MVP, Mario Lemieux from the Pittsburgh Penguins. 1992, the 42nd NBA All-Star Game in Orlando, Florida. West beats the East 153-113. Your MVP from the Los Angeles Lakers, Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that Chuck has this written on his calendar somewhere. In 2006... Al Michael joint Al Michaels joins NBC's Sunday night football broadcast with John Madden. I did not have that on my calendar. But you're writing it down now. <laughs> it is National Bagels and Lux Day. Out. And if you are wondering what Lux is, mm-hmm. like, you know, everyone listening to the sound of my voice. He's a defensive back for the Red Raiders. Uh L O X. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a fillet of brined salmon, which may be smoked. So it's basically salmon and bagels with a cream cheese and vegetables. It's an open face sandwich. And if we can't all get behind this one, we just can't be friends anymore. Because it's National Pizza Day. Pizza Day. Just pizza. Pizza. Nothing. Whatever specific. you want to put on it, okay. it makes a pizza. Okay. It's a Friday, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Pizza yeah. night tonight at the Lintz? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to today's birthdays, Sunday, former Red Raider basketball great Tony Batiste, 48, and Ronald Ross will be 41. Happy birthday today, Michael B. Jordan, 37. Tom Hiddleton, 43, Joe Pesci, 81, Saquon Barkley, 27, Carol King, 82, Vladimir Guerrero, 49, and John Crook is 63. And on this day in 1950, during a speech in Wheeling, West Virginia, mm. Senator Joseph McCarthy, the Republican from Wisconsin, claims that he has a list with the names of over 200 members of the Department of the State that are known communists. Mm. The speech vaulted McCarthy to national prominence and sparked a nationwide hysteria about subversives in the American government. Subversives. By the way, the numbers that he would proclaim to have for the numbers on the list would range from 205 to 81 to 57 to 10. Despite McCarthy's inconsistencies... His refusal to provide any of the names on the of the known communists and his inability to produce any coherent or reasonable evidence 
his charges struck a chord with the American people, leading to McCarthyism. Mm. And that is this day in sports history. Very nice. Uh, hey, I have some good news with regard to the Texas Rangers. Okay. They have they have reached a uh, two-year agreement with Adolis Garcia. They're going to avoid the arbitration hearing that had been scheduled for yesterday. Uh, the framework of the contract is two years. Th- this, this seems uh, economical to me, but it's not my money. But uh, when you hear other numbers in, in baseball and the amount guaranteed, uh, he's a, it's, it's a $14 million contract that's guaranteed, $4.75 million this year and $9.25 million next year. And then through contract ex- escalators, he could make up to $20.5 million. <coughs> Deals pending a physical exam. Remember, he had the strained oblique in Game 4 of the World Series and also had a knee injury uh, late in the season. But those seem like reasonable numbers for him, don't yeah, they? Yeah, no, I feel like it's a steal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, it was kind of making you wonder why, why were they um, – even going to arbitration, uh, Garcia uh, telling the Dallas Morning News about 10 days ago at the Rangers Fan Fest that he was a little disappointed, but also acknowledged that the process was the standard for the industry. He also said, it is what it is. <laughs> well, Don't you also get more time when you go to arbitration to work out a deal? Like, it's also like, if you yeah. if both sides know you're going to, you put in a number, we'll put a number, but we're mm-hmm. going to keep working on a deal that, maybe even above what our numbers are. Yeah. Uh, the, the Rangers had proposed a salary of $5 million for 2024, and Garcia's side had countered with $6.9 million, But um, kind of sounds like everybody got what they wanted there to get a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. You know, $14 million, Like I said, I mean, based on other things you hear and kind of his production and what he did for that team, it seems like, Seems like it's fair for both sides. Mm-hmm. That's I agree. What, that's what it seems like for me. See, I, I mean, I, I feel like, but I, I say it's fair for both sides, but I, I feel like he could have gotten more. So I think it's a good deal for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor writes in that uh, Dolly's passed his physical case. Well, the article that I just saw said it was still pending. Okay, anyway, good for him. Yep, great you, news. You would, you would think that you would be able to pass a you would think, man, that would sure suck if you couldn't pass a physical for, and you were going to cost you $14 million. Mm-hmm. I'd find a different doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, hey, can we get a second opinion? Yep. I think I can bend this knee or my oblique is just fine. Okay, I can swing about. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. It is a basketball football Friday presented by Abundance Energy this morning. Uh, just a little conversation started for your Super Bowl parties uh, in case you need one. Um, three Red Raiders will be participating in the Super Bowl on Sunday. You know one, obviously, uh, the quarterback of the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Two are on the 49ers sidelines, and their coaches, <clears throat> one on the offensive side and one on the defensive side. Chris Kasurik is the uh, defensive line coach uh, for the San Francisco 49ers, and it'll be his charge's job to try to put pressure on Mahomes, contain him, sack him, um, disrupt his his um, mobility, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then Anthony Lynn is uh, the assistant head coach, and he's uh, the running backs guy. 
for uh, the San Francisco 49ers. So mm-hmm. former Chargers head man. and former Chargers head coach. Um, so he'll uh, he'll be uh, obviously involved in uh, in the Super Bowl. And uh, you know, he's a guy that uh, won a couple uh, as a player uh, for the Denver Broncos. And uh, when they won Super Bowl 32 and Super Bowl 33, um, he was the Chargers head coach from 2017 to 2020. He was also the interim coach for the Buffalo Bills. So he's another guy that could could get uh, back to being a head coach at, at some point in time. But um, anyway, so he's he's looking for a ring as a coach. He doesn't have one as a coach. He's got two as a player. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and I saw his son uh, doing an interview uh, the other day for the NFL Network. Uh, his son is a uh, coach for the Raiders. And okay. The Raiders uh, Allegiant Field is the uh, the host team for uh, for the Super Bowl this year. All right, uh, basketball tomorrow. Red Raiders and uh, and UCF. Um, what's your take going into this game? I mean, it's it's kind of it's it's different than a week ago, isn't it? <laughs> because a week ago you're like, oh, okay, you so say you lost a game, and um, you've got you know you got Cincinnati coming into town. You're feeling pretty good about things. Um, and you knew that you were going to, you know, be going to Baylor the next week. And, you know, I don't think last Friday when we sat here, we we're like, you were going to be trying to break a three game losing streak the next week. Right. No, didn't, didn't think so at all. Um, uh, my, my take is really, it, it's interesting because, you know, normal times you're in a three game losing streak and you're probably thinking, man, boo-hoo, this has gone wrong, boo-hoo, that's, you know, we're not as good as we thought we were mm-hmm. going to be and all that. I, I'm not at a point where I think that. I, I think that, um, again, I, I thought you – there's a, I feel like there's a razor-thin margin for victory in this in this league, this conference, and I thought you were finishing on the positive end there in a few games early on in the season where it, where it felt like it could have gone the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Um, figured that things would level out a little bit just because I have so much respect for the other teams in the league. And um, so now you've come across a, a stretch of games that, you know, really could have gone your way and they didn't. And part of the, you know, razor thin margin uh, has been decided by, you know, your basically your 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 illnesses um, yeah. have been a factor. I'm not saying you would have won any of those games with those guys. But I sure would have felt better about your chances, mm-hmm. okay, um, in, in those two basketball games that we're talking about, Cincinnati and, and Baylor. So, you know, I, I don't think that all of a sudden the the world has figured out the Red Raiders or all of a sudden they're not as good. I just feel like, um, you know, things have leveled out a little bit. And unfortunately for you, um, illness came at a wrong time. Right. And, and I also feel like, you know, like you, for as – for as kind of battered as you were, you know, uh, with the Cincinnati game and the Baylor game, it felt like, man, you put up a heck of an effort, you know, uh, with with what you had uh, to work with. So um, the ESPN matchup predictor for this game, Jamie, is uh, 78% for the Red Raiders and 22% <clears throat> for UCF. Okay. Okay. Not that that's always right. Um, 78? 78%. That seems too high for me. I 
would agree with you on that. I, I think that seems uh, awfully high as well. Um, Just not knowing exactly how, you know, healthy you are. Yeah. Uh, Tech in the last 10 games, they're 6-4, and four, averaging 76 points, uh, but just 30 rebounds a game, uh, almost 15 assists, about six steals a game, and they're shooting 48% from the field. Uh, their opponents have averaged 73 points in the last 10 games. Meanwhile, for the Knights, they're 5-5. Five and five. They've averaged 66 points in the last five games, but 37 rebounds. That's going to be a factor in the ballgame. Uh, they've stolen the ball almost nine times per ball game and blocked five shots a game. Um, but they're shooting 39% from the field. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then their opponents have averaged 65 points uh, per ball game, so just just slightly less than what they what they have averaged. So just <clears throat> sometimes those averages get thrown out of whack a little bit because you have, you know, a 10-point game and a one-point game, and it doesn't necessarily – that doesn't always necessarily tell the story. Yeah, you know? no, that's fair. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, so um, they're they're led by Jalen Sellers. <clears throat> he uh, he averages, uh, you know, like I said, about nineteen points a game, <clears throat> and uh, Pop Isaacs is averaging seventeen a game for uh, for Tech, and then you got the Chance McMillan factor, who's been uh, pretty good from three point land here in in Big Twelve play, especially. Yeah, not as great in the last two games, and that's been a factor. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this, need to ho- know the health of the team once again. Right. No, we, we understand that. And I don't know that they're over there offering up, you know, just, you know, prescriptions and, uh, you know, you know the the flu update or whatever it is. I mean, the, the good news is, and Mike Gustafson used this word yesterday uh, when talking about, you know, the health of the team. You know, it's one thing if it's orthopedics. <laughs> it's another thing if it's, you know, like the flu. Because the flu, you can get over. Orthopedics, it takes time. That's uh, good news. Yeah, that is that is good news. Uh, somebody says this. Uh, this is this is obvious. No, Washington last game was huge. Different game with him. Need our big. Yeah, yeah absolutely, um, absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens tomorrow as far as uh, Texas Tech and uh, UCF are concerned. Uh, the Knights are 13-8, and eight, and Texas Tech is 16-6 and six in overall play, and you're 11-1 and one at home this year. So, obviously, you've had a nice home court advantage, and I think they're expecting another big, big crowd uh, tomorrow at United Supermarkets Arena, I would think. Yeah, you would think so for yeah. a Saturday game. Yeah, Saturday game, 3 o'clock. I mean, it's going to be a little chilly. might be a little rainy. What what else could you possibly have to do, you know, and then to uh, to get out to the arena and watch the game? <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> people have lives. Jack. I know. I know. I, mean, I know. You re- you do remind me of that. People from... have lives. It's not just about I know, sports. I know. Okay. I know. And the These Reno are people that don't sit in front of the TV for twelve straight hours on Sunday. Okay, people do things. I know. I'm they all... move around the city. They spend money. They go. I know. You know. They do activities. I know. They, I'm always amazed. They by hang that out too. with their family. I mean, they do things. <laughs> it's not just about sports. We're gonna have we're gonna have the troops over to See, to watch I, the game on Sunday. I when I was twenty one and twelve. I, I mean, maybe like from about. Mm-hmm. Maybe from about 18 to, I don't know, 24, 25. Right. I had the same opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm. Supp- what happened to you? 
you grew up. I, I, I got married. I had kids. Right. I have a life. Right. I know. <laughs> so when I know. So did you go through that phase where you know it just? Um, I, I just think it's funny that you don't realize that people do other things than watch well, sports. Gen- generally speaking, what, during the NFL season, I put the kibosh on stuff between about noon and six. You know, it's just like this is this is a little Chuck time right here. And you have every right to do that. You know, and I. You have every right to do that. My only issue is, isn't, and really, it's not an issue. It's, a, it's a, it tickles me. Tickles you. Is that you think that everybody does that? I know, I know. There have been times when I've, when I had to go run kids or something, and I'd be like, God, there's a lot of traffic out here. What, what are these, what are these people, what are these people doing? I mean, the, absolutely, the, have earned the right to sit there for six hours yeah, doing whatever you want to do. The Cowboys are on, or the Chiefs are on, or short, whatever. Though, because you like to tell us how you watch the Sunday night game when the lucky lady is like, oh, there's not another game for us to watch. <laughs> that's, that's, that's sarcasm. And the pre-games obviously start before noon, yeah. so it feels I haven't like watched it's closer to London 10 game. than 6. I haven't watched as many pre-games this year as I, as I normally do because I've, I've, I've had some distractions going on, but... Anyway, church. <laughs> some distractions. <laughs> I'll tell you, I know one thing. I mean, there won't be any distractions this Sunday. They'll be just focus on the ball. Focus. I don't on know, the... Chuck. You better go talk to the big man upstairs. Make well, sure he the, takes care of your team. No, the uh, we'll be there for the eight forty-five or the yeah. Is that what time starts? I think it starts at eight forty-five. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's Question of the Day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. All right, gentlemen, I want you to look at the Red Raider basketball roster. Mm. And I want you to tell me of the newcomers that we have on the team this year, mm-hmm. which one of them do you wish had been here for his entire four-year career the most? Um, I think this is easier for me because, you, you know, there's there's two things that I like. Um, I, I like kickers on football teams, and I like seven-footers on basketball teams. So I, I'm, I'm going to say Warren Washington just right off, the, right off the bat. I wish he'd been here from the very beginning. And I, I, think, I think no matter who the coach was – or is that his de- development by being in the Big Twelve and being in a big program would have accelerated, and he would maybe potentially be more aggressive around the rim. And I think he's getting more aggressive around the rim as the season has progressed. He'd also get stronger, I think, just because of the of the the benefits that are that are here with regard to nutrition and they don't have condition. those at Arizona State. Oh, I think we got better ones. Okay. I mean, we're a better basketball school than Arizona State. If you'd come from Arizona, I'd be like, what the hell have you been doing? Because that's a basketball school. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Joe Tucson. Okay. Uh, he's been such that's a key a good dog answer. for you this year that I would have liked to have seen what that would look like if he had been with you longer. There's also the other side of that coin, though, that it would have been under a different coaching staff and a different system and would he have progressed like he has this year for you and been as much of a key cog as he has been. Uh, I don't know where that would fall, but uh, I'll, I'll go with Joe. Remember, you're on your, he's on his third school with you. Sure. He so. could have been his 
second school if he'd come here earlier. <laughs> yeah, right. So is Warren Washington. Yeah, right. Isn't he on more than third? Yeah. Uh, I, I think to... he's on his fourth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, th- I think both of your answers are really good ones. Okay. Okay. And I think um, Chase, uh, Chance McMillan would be a great one yeah. as well. But he's not my answer also. Okay. Okay. My my answer is, is a guy who's not playing right now. It's Devin Cambridge. Mm. I just like his – I like glue guys. Mm-hmm. I like junkyard dogs. I, I think Devin is a, a tough guy. I think he's a bit of an enforcer in the lane. Um, kind of could do a little bit of everything, not necessarily the – greatest score not necessarily the greatest rebounder not necessarily the greatest shooter but he's good at all of those things uh he's i mean he's a glue guy he makes it work and as good as you have been this year it just oh man drives me crazy to think how good you could be if you had another guy like that that's a selfless teammate that mm-hmm. does all the little things i love that style of player that kind of you know he's not going to have 20 for you but he might have Eight, seven, six, five. He's going to fill up the, sure. the box score mm-hmm. with a bunch of different categories. I love so, it when they say fill up the box. He fills up the box score. So I'm I'm a huge uh, uh, fan of Devin Cambridge. So I, I wish we had had him for all four years. Okay. That's a good answer. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. quote unquote, we're going to have him another year. Yeah. When we, we only expected to have him this year. Yeah. But, well, at least I think we're going to have him another year. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, somebody the transfer off, portal. Somebody off the Yates Flooring Center chat line agreed, had said Cambridge as well, so that's a good answer. I just think he's a, a selfless teammate, that kind of guy, mm-hmm. and and those are those are good to have around. And you're right. Double uh, W has been at uh, this is school four. Yeah, <laughs> Oregon State, Nevada, and uh, Arizona State. But you know he's. He finally got here. But none of those guys had strength and conditioning. None of those schools had strength and conditioning. No, I think they did. I just think probably ours is better. (laughs) Of course it is. Best in the business. Best in the business. The problem with a big man being here from the start is that we have had too many big men that have had that have been here for two years before leaving to be a great player at a different university. There's some truth to that. There's there's some truth to that, but. Man, but you know, it's it, and you, you kind of look at all these guys going. Well, if you'd had them at the beginning, would they've would they have stayed to the end? That's I mean, a great point. Which is so doggone frustrating, so doggone frustrating. Um, you know, and whether it's whether it's coach, coach or culture or facilities, and really what it is, it's money. That's really that's really what it's what it's come down to. Uh, this this was laughable the other day. I didn't even read the article. I just read the headline. But Rick Pitino wants a salary cap. <laughs> Is there going to be a luxury tax too? That... Do you think he they, he would want that if he was at Kentucky? No, <laughs> no, not not at all. Not not at all. You know, he's just at a school right now that can't can't afford to mm-hmm. to be up there with the with the big boys. So. Again, I asked the question, how are you going to tell somebody they can't make more money from somebody else? That's what NIL is. It's not from the school. So you're telling somebody else what they can make working for somebody else. Yeah. Now, quote unquote, working, but still. Like, 
I've, I've used this as an example every time we bring this up. Chuck and Jamie both do play-by-play for Texas Tech University and Learfield Sports. Mm-hmm. Raymar Communications can't tell Learfield that they can't pay you more money. And Learfield can't tell Raymar they can't pay you can't the Raymar can't pay you more money. Raymar can institute. I thought there was collusion together against us. Chuck. <laughs> I think they're, I think they're, I think Wait a minute, Chuck's getting paid. <laughs> Every dollar. <laughs> Man, I need to get his deal. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I just do it because I love getting up early and hanging out with you guys. Oh, okay, nice, nice. I mean, I'm going to be up anyway, so I might as well come in and talk to y'all as opposed to the lucky lady. She's she's grateful. She she actually she actually we do it for her. Don't we just we do it for her. She actually uh, uh, sends a little money here to get me out of the house. Oh, okay. okay there's All a right. direct there's a direct withdrawal that goes from her to here. So it's kind of like you know the Mets are still paying the Rangers <laughs> like twenty million dollars to pay for Jacob de Degrom. Yeah. No, no, not Degrom Scherzer. Uh, just hey, we're just gonna pay you guys to make him leave us. Yeah. Uh, good question. Let's see here. A couple things from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. What's the bigger shock of the day? Chuck's lack of awareness, or that Jamie has a life? <laughs> mm, I think we knew that Jamie has a life. I think, and I think we knew that I had a lack of awareness. It's uh, just a life that not many people would want. <laughs> yours or mine? Have a life. Mine. Your, your, well, I think people would enjoy yours a lot more. I don't know. <laughs> Some of it. Uh, this, I remember Syntex Inc. I remember the day when as a young man I discovered there were many young ladies out and about on Sundays and there was little competition for their attention. <laughs> huh. Uh, this, Chuck's wife is paying for Chuck to have friends. Yes. Uh, Ray Martin. It's like his own little uh, fraternity here. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Daycare here. I dig it. Where do I sign myself up? Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, technically, Jeff, you're right. We, we all know that's not the truth. Schools are in control of NIL, and it won't be long until schools actually pay the players. I, I, I think that's that, that line gets cloudier and cloudier and cloudier every day in terms of how, where the, how that money is being funneled around. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just – I think the gray area on that is – it's it's just all it's all blending in uh whether that's good or bad i don't know um we we shall see seven that's good for some yeah seven thirty nine this morning here uh on the morning drive uh i haven't i have not asked you this question yet and i think you know what's what's Tr- coming choice since. asked me yesterday yes he's excited for baseball season. i'm giddy can't you just see the giddiness just dripping know, out of I my I wanted to know, are you ears and eyes? Are you giddy? I'm glad to know that you're giddy. Getting your giddy on. <laughs> are you getting giddy with it? No, 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 no. Ah, boy. And mine was at least funny. Yeah. You'd be um, hanging around. Both of them were hanging great. around the batting cage, chatting I it up won't. with Coach Tadlock. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Oh, we chatted it up yesterday. We Did had a nice you? long conversation. What, about three seconds? I was sitting in the crowd, and he walked by. and Hey, he Jamie. Said, he said, hey, Jamie. I said, hey, Coach, how are you? He said, good. <laughs> Just thought you'd want to know. 
Great. Good long conversation. Did he ask about us I or anything? I felt like we, we had a good moment there. <laughs> okay. Check yeah. that was the whole conversation. No, I, I know that. That. <laughs> that was it. I know. We both felt like we accomplished what we needed to do there. Mm -hmm. and, you know? Moved on. Yeah. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. On the Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Hope you've uh, had a great week and hope you finish strong. Finish strong today going into the weekend. So just go ahead and get uh, your, your little nose to the grindstone and uh, you burn it off early. That way, if you need to... You know, that way you don't have to scramble at the end of the day to try to feel like you accomplished something. Okay. Okay. So mm -hmm. sometimes I have to have these little conversations with everyone, and then maybe it's a conversation, it's a little self-talk too. Okay. That, yeah. Doesn't it hurt when you put your nose on the grindstone, though? No. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> I would think it would. <laughs> I mean, it's grinding my nose away at that point. <laughs> no. Although, if you've got a stepped-up knows that might be a great way to get rid of it <laughs> uh, we come to you this morning from the first united bank studio look forward to hearing from you on the yates flooring center chat line go to double t 973com for that on the mobile app well, jeff we we once ran a commercial about um people who are trying to fix their own teeth okay <laughs> maybe this would be a situation where people would be trying to i mean do some sort of facial surgery on their own rhinoplasty yeah that <laughs> I never understood that PSA. It's like mm -hmm. I, in the history of ever, I've never heard of anybody that's tried to fix their own teeth. I mean, I realize that sometimes you might have something in your teeth and you're flossing to get it out or something like that. But I've never f felt like that you uh, had that. I had uh, a friend who told me a story. I knew him well after middle school, but he told me in middle school that he got braces twice and both times cut them out. He did. He did. And I cannot even imagine how angry his parents were. Oh, my him. God. Yeah. Yeah. He the tried first... to keep it so, you know, like the part on the front was still in. <laughs> <laughs> his parents wouldn't figure it out. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I cannot believe he did that. Yeah. I can't believe he lived after that. I think my parents would have just uh, put me down right then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Put you down. <laughs> we would we would have needed a standing board if I had done that, yeah. because I would still not be able to sit. Down. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Visual Edge IT Hotline is open too. If you want to share a memory, eight zero six seven seven one zro nine seven three. It is a basketball Friday presented by Abundance Energy. Uh, the basketball this weekend. All right. So tell me, aside from the the. I don't think the tech game is the best game on the schedule this weekend, but it's the it's the it's obviously a game of high interest here in town because you've you've lost three in a row and you're contending for you know, what you hope might still be a, a Big Twelve title and putting yourself in great position to to win. But in terms of the matchup, it may not be the the best matchup of the of the weekend. But tell me what you think is. So you have uh, TCU and Iowa State playing tomorrow in Ames at Hilton Coliseum. That's a one o'clock tip. Uh, Iowa State is ranked 14th in the country. West Virginia plays at Texas uh, tomorrow. That is a 2 o'clock tip. Boy, if West Virginia goes in there and, and beats Texas tomorrow, that uh, that's going to put a big blow in the old Longhorn chance to make it to the NCAA tournament because I I think they've, they've got to still have a lot of work to do uh, to put themselves in into that spot. But a uh, a seventh loss for them at this point in time 
That would be large. Man, she sheds a tear, man. I have to yeah, just really I pour one out for my homies on this one. I mean, I think a lot of teams could say the same exact thing. Yeah, right? yeah, no, no, yeah. Let me. Yeah. I'll mean, get I mean, to the. I'll get to the o- rest. Oklahoma State winning at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, UCF winning at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, BYU losing at home to Kansas State. All all those would sure would put a dent in somebody's resume. Yeah. Uh, number five, Houston plays at Cincinnati. I I feel like that's going to be an upset. Okay. I feel like that's going to be an upset. Uh, number 13, Baylor plays at number four, Kansas. That'll be a 5 o'clock tip uh, tomorrow early evening. Uh, Bedlam uh, between Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma's going to be reeling after that loss at uh, – didn't they lose at home? Am I right about that? Yeah. I think, they, I think they lost their last game. Let me let me just double check myself. But they here. lost at UCF. Uh, they lost. They beat uh, they beat BYU on Tuesday. Okay. So so my my apologies. Uh, man, it was last weekend. Anyway, uh, and then K State plays at uh, at BYU, and I think BYU is going to win that win that game when it's all said and done. Just just because it's a home game and that environment, and and uh, they'll be coming off of a loss, so. I don't know. It's a, it, it's, I think it's another um, weekend of, I mean, I guess good matchups. But honestly, I feel like everybody but Cincinnati at home is going to win. Okay. I don't necessarily think this. I mean, I, I don't disagree with the thought that that Houston could lose at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. You just you just never know, and we've not seen Houston be just world beaters on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think Iowa State will handle TCU. I'd yeah. Be, Really surprised if Texas loses at home to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the Red Raiders will take care of Central Florida. I can say it. Yeah. Kansas um, will take care of Baylor. Oklahoma will handle Oklahoma State and BYU against K State. Um, we'll see if K State gets a big boost after their big win this week. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like the home teams are going to have their way this weekend. Okay. And I'm here for it, since the Red Raiders are a home team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll be a, a quick turnaround uh, for the Red Raiders, as uh, they'll play at home on Monday night against Kansas. And at least the, the good news for Texas Tech is it's a home game, right? And so it is, and and Kansas tips off two hours later than the Red Raiders on yeah. Saturday, so they'll have extra rest also. Right. Right. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> You, you, you smug at that, but that's that's. I was making a joke. I know, but it's it's true <laughs> though. Hours, man. It's, it's 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 true. I mean, you'll be done by the time basically they tip, and so you'll be able to get your legs underneath you a little bit faster. Okay. Okay. Then okay. don't have to travel on Sunday. Wow. All that kind of stuff. What time is tip time on Monday? Could we make that like an eight a.m. game? Make it even tougher on them. Um, sure, yeah. that'd be great. I mean, have a little morning drive live from uh, United Supermarkets Arena. That'd be a, that'd be awesome. Oh, morning drive live. I mean, that should be a feature that you sell. <laughs> morning drive live. <laughs> live morning drive, as opposed to dead. Uh, the other uh, game on Monday night will be TCU playing host to West Virginia. West Virginia stays on the road after playing uh, Texas tomorrow, and they'll go to Fort Worth, make a little short little bus trip there, and. And take on uh, TCU uh, there on Monday night to uh, 
save save a little money. And I think, and like I told you uh, earlier in the week, I think you're going to see more and more of that on the on the men's and the women's side as this conference is is spread from one side of the United States to the other. You know, from Florida with Central Florida and and uh, going out to the west to you know Provo and and now you know Tucson and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Be careful! Don't get in the habit of saying Central Florida. I know I might get my yeah. knuckles wrapped or something. Yeah, it I makes me want to say it even more. It makes me want to say it even more. Well, do, doesn't doesn't uh, baseball? Yeah, plays? I'll have to worry about it then. Uh, not this weekend. You're right. Would, yeah. would, would you? Okay, let me ask you this. Jeff says that UCF's campus is like right around the corner from Cape Kennedy. Would you sneak down there and hike around and check out the launch pads and stuff like that? Would that be something that would be of interest to you? Oh, Bring possibly. us back a moon rock or something. Moon rock. <laughs> Chuck, it's illegal to have a moon rock. I know, Jeff. I know. You would get arrested for that. Because right. you would brag about it, which would get the FBI knocking on your door. Just a little fleck. I just want nice. to put it on the Facebook. Okay? <laughs> that's how I'm going to that's gonna be my first post on Facebook. Here I am with a, a moon rock. With a moon rock in, in my Isn't hand. Isn't that a 007 movie once? Moonraker. Moonraker. Yeah. yeah. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.